Storytelling. Moments in time. The things we don't want to forget. Details that are etched in our souls are every day. Teaching. Artists who want to share their passion for telling the stories of their lives so you can better tell the stories of yours. Sharing. A space and place to share your work, be inspired, motivated, supported, and learn from one another. Community. A group for photographers run by photographers. We welcome you to this community. Welcome to Hello Storyteller Podcasts. I'm Megan Box, a natural light, lifestyle, outside box, and mode of photographer, and mom of two sweet girls, based out of Tulare, California. And I'm Melissa Ortendahl, a natural light, lifestyle, and documentary photographer based in central Massachusetts. Be the first to know about all of our upcoming educational opportunities, blogs, podcasts, mini lesson tutorials, and more. Make sure to check out our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and sign up for our mailing list to receive all the exciting new updates. Her love for photography started young due to childhood trauma, where she was able to creatively express her emotions. From there, life happened, which also helped mold her into the artist she is now. An Oregon native, now living in San Diego with her husband, five kids, and their mastiff. We welcome Nika Ray to our studio. Hello. Hi, Nika. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to be talking with you today. Um, And we're just happy to hear more about your journey and your story and to get some more insight into why and how you create. Yes, I'm really excited to be here. Excellent. Um, So I guess to just kind of um, jump right in, you know, looking through, I guess, primarily, I was looking at your, um, your Instagram feed, and it's just so emotive. There's just so much emotion that like pours out of your images. And so um, my first question for you is, you know, why, why do you create? And why are you an artist? Um, it's really hard, actually. Um, you know, it really all started when I was abused by my dad and it was my way of kind of escaping. Um, and then just kind of from there, you know, dealing with, um, you know, domestic violence and things like that. It just really, it, it, it was my, my outlet. And, uh, and even now, you know, I lost my dad two years ago. And honestly, that's probably when I really changed. Um, the way that I was photographing my clients and just my life in general was when I lost my dad, I really realized I, I don't want to pose people anymore. I want to shoot them the way that they are. And it just kind of grew. And that's, you know, the kind of, and and it helps, it helps, it helps, it helps me escape (laughs) my emotions when I'm having like a bad day. Yeah, Absolutely. So when you're looking at, you know, either your own work or the work of, of other artists, um, what elicits an emotional reaction for you? Um, what, what's, what happens, what's happening in that image that really kind of makes you stop and, and, and pulls that kind of emotion for you? I guess it all depends on the, the situation of what's going on. Either, you know, the child's crying because they hurt themselves and they need comfort or they're laughing and playing or someone just fell in love and they're just, you know, they want, and they're showing like adoration towards each other. It really just, 
is everything, you know? Um, I want to capture that, that, that emotion that they're feeling at that time. And I want it to be raw. And I want them to look back at that image. Or even when I look back at my images, I can feel it all over again. And that's the most amazing thing, I think, about being a photographer and creating images like the ones that you create is really allowing people to be able to just get right back into that spot, into that space, and, and really kind of feel that emotion that they were feeling at the time. And you do such a fantastic job of doing that. Thank you. Yeah. And that's, you know, and, and that, that when I first started, it was all very styled and very posing and I loved it at that time. But now that I've evolved and I've, and I've gone through a lot more things in my life, I really have like, I, I guess what, what I wanted was I wanted to shoot for my clients, how I shot for myself. Mm. And that's, that's when everything changed. I was like, okay, I don't, I, I want to be the same as I am for myself as I am for my clients, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. That, that resonates <laughs> so much for me. I, I guess my, so follow up question to that is, you know, how did you go about uh, engaging clients in that manner? And, you know, cause I think so many of our clients, depending on the ones that you first start out with, the ones that you get, um, want that kind of setup look, you know, that kind of maybe not completely posed studio, but, you know, a, a more, a, not as much documentary, I guess, or, or lifestyle. Um, and so how do you go about working with clients um, to help them understand the value in that type of work? So I, I always do a phone con- like consultation or I'll meet them in person. And even my website really explains, you know, I just let our session grow organically. Um, you know, and when we first start to, to photograph, I'll kind of do a little bit of posing here and there just to get them comfortable. But once they see that first image and once they see, wow, I, like, I, I, I love this and everyone just kind of gets into the groove. And, and even just with, I don't know, I, when I, when I decided to completely change everything, I just jumped in. I was like, I have to just go for it. I can't, I can't wean myself, you know, into this. And, <laughs> You know what I mean? And yeah, so yep. I just kind of was like, all right, this is what I want to do. And it really, um, it's interesting how it all started was my, my hairdresser who I started photographing her, um, when she was pregnant with her soon to be three year old. And I've been photographing them since. And yeah. she was really the, the, the catalyst of it all. I photographed them how, you know, how I, I wanted to, and she fell in love and just started referring me out. And it just kind of grew organically that way. And the, all the, I mean, and all the clients that come to me, they come to me because of my style. Sure. And so it just, I was very blessed in that way because, you know, it, it gets hard, especially with, you know, there, there's so many different artists out there and I feel that I'm a little bit more unique, um, especially in my area. And so it was, it was scary, you know, like, yeah. Oh, I really hope they want this. <laughs> Did you feel like it, it caught on fast or was it more of a, you know, slow growing pace for your more lifestyle documentary um, business? It was, you know, I, I go through seasons. Um, sometimes it, I mean, at first it grew really fast and then I went through seasons of it was kind of slow. And, uh, right now I'm kind of at a little bit of, of a slow season, which is fine. I, I, I think I needed it, honestly, especially after last year. Um, but it, I know, I, I honestly, it kind of grew a little bit faster than I was expecting it to. Um, but it was also, you know, with the help of, of a lot of previous clients who, wanted to support me. 
And then was a lot of it, you know, just word of mouth too, of just getting out there? Or did you use social media outlets to kind of grow that? Um, most of it is word of mouth. And, and then I also use social media as well, but you know, I'm not really a social media guru, like guru at all. <laughs> I like to think I am, but I'm not. <laughs> it's a big learning curve. I think we're all yeah. still learning. Oh, and, well, and it's always, it's always changing. So yes. I, I mean, I really, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've done a few, um, ad promotions through Facebook and that actually helped me a lot. Um, when I go back to Oregon, uh, cause I shoot in, you know, in, in both places. And right. so when I started my documentary style for my clients, it was mainly in, in San Diego. Um, and so when I went back to Oregon, I lost, you know, I lost, I, I lost quite a bit of, of, of clients, but that's okay. You know, and, and I've learned that like, you know, that's all right. They, 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 they don't need what I offer. And, uh, and then I just kind of once I started the ads that actually helped a lot too. So how would you, I mean, if you don't mind giving us a little bit of a kind of a look into, I know that you just kind of gave us a brief overview, but how do you, um, you know, what's your kind of, do you have a, like a method, I guess that's what I'm trying to ask, um, when you're working with, like say with a family, um, so are you documentary in the sense that you're kind of going into their home or you're on location or could you walk us through maybe what a yeah. session might look like? Um, so I also, I, I do both. I do in home and I also do on location as well. Um, in home is usually for newborns, mm-hmm. um, or just, I, I like, okay, I had one client who, um, I've, I've been photographing her baby since he was a newborn. He's one now. It's so crazy. Anyways. <laughs> um, so we did a nine month session because they just remodeled their home and I did their newborn session in their home went before it was remodeled and they wanted to have another image with the whole new look. So we did a fun little sink bath, you know, um, session. And I love those. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, and, and really I, especially when I'm in their home, I'll give them a, a few prompts, like very natural prompts here and there. But na- naturally, I just, I tell them, you know what? I want you to do what you guys normally do when I'm not here. Yeah. Um, you know, love on each other. You know, he's, you know, like, you know, have, cause she, they, they also had twins too. And they love taking <laughs> baths with, you know, with the baby. And I was like, yeah, if they want to jump in and take a bath with them, let them jump in and take a bath. Let them splash around and, and that was probably one of the funnest sessions in a, in a long time that I've had. And then when I'm on location, during the first 20 minutes, I'll give them some natural prompts just to kind of warm up my clients. Um, you know, like I'll say, okay, group hug or tickle party or, you know, let's race really fast or I'll, do, you know, or how about ring around the rosy and, you know, just fun, fun yeah. things that they normally do anyways, but they're not going to think of. And then once they get warmed up and they're like, okay, we're, we're, we're in our groove, then I'll just kind of have them do their thing. And, um, and, and they love it because I'm not here in their face telling them to do this. And, and, you know, and my main thing and what I tell my clients all the time is don't force the kids to smile. They'll do it naturally. And if they don't smile, that's okay because you're going to re- remember that, that, you know, that part of that, se- of, of that day, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I had one where 
you know, the, um, she was three and she just wasn't feeling it, but you know, and, and, uh, and so I was telling them, you know, they were like, well, should we just quit? I was like, no, 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 no. I, you know what? Like, she obviously doesn't want me in her face. So I'm going to stand back and I got amazing pullback, um, uh, photographs. And I was like, I'll just stand back and you guys just love on her. Cause that's really all that she wants. And that's what they did. They were, it was just a lot of cuddling, a lot of kissing and a lot of just, you know, trolling around and it turned out amazing. I think those are the best sessions too. I mean, for me, that's, that's what I love. And so do you find that your families love the final product just as much as you love it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I get a lot of tears. Aww, that's the best. <laughs> yeah. The, ha- the happy ones, of course. Yes. The happy tears. And cry, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty emotional. So like I'll cry with them because I know, <laughs> I know why they're crying. Like, yeah. like, Oh, I know. It's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just recently did my first um, like day in the life true documentary client session, and it was amazing. And um, it just there's just something very different about that style of of shooting and capturing their lives. And I was like on this like super high for like a week and a half after <laughs> I was done with their session, and I was like, everybody, you need to do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, it's Mel, so was good. that a whole day event that you did? Um, it wasn't a whole day. It was, um, I don't know, it was about three or four hours. Oh, okay. Um, I showed up there in the morning at like seven o'clock before their youngest child was awake and then just hung out with them and they had breakfast and the kids got dressed and we, they just read upstairs like they normally do. Dad went off to work and, um, yeah, but it was just amazing just to be able to sit back and just really capture for them what, as, as, as Nika was saying, like what I would want captured for my family. If someone was in my house at seven in the morning, you know, first of all, they'd need earplugs, but secondly, like, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd want them, you know, those are the moments that I would want, you know, little chubby fingers grasping at waffles on the counter and, you know, bedhead and that, you know, teddy bear dragging on the floor behind them as they're walking through the house. Like those are the things that I would want. So, um, yeah, this is, I'm like, I'm geeking out over here. Because <laughs> you're Geek like, away, living my, you're leaving my dream, my dream world right now. So yeah, that's amazing. So I mean, what, what's something that maybe that you struggle with, whether it's with your personal work or with your client work, or, you know, what's an area that you're just trying to get figured out? Um, Honestly, I, my turnaround time is probably like the worst thing right now. And, 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 and always having five kids and I homeschool, you know, two of them. And then I have a toddler and a dog. It's just kind of crazy. And I might, my main issue is, is calling. I fall in love with each image. <laughs> I do too. I feel oh, like, my gosh. like yeah. 200 out of 300. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do now? <laughs> I got to call over again. Exactly. And that's the problem is, you know, especially when you're shooting documentary and lifestyle, I, yes. I've realized that oh, it's even harder because each image has a different emotion. Each image is completely different. And you're just like, oh my gosh, like what? Oh, oh man. Oh man. I would love this one if it was me. <laughs> I know. That's always the hardest part. I can't. I'm such a pack rat. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's, I mean, business wise, that's probably one of them. Personally, I don't know. I, um, I suffer from depression. And so I go through my episodes and I think the reason why I'm slow right now is because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the, the mix of it, you know, and mm-hmm. just trying to, and I feel a lot of creatives kind of struggle with it as well. Yeah. And, uh, it's just something that I'm, I'm working through and, um, I, it's given me a lot of time to photograph my own kids and to kind of work through it in that sense. Cause that's, that's what I do. That's what started this passion to begin with is, right. you know, it's going through the flow and 
just kind of capturing. I've been doing a lot of self-portrait work, um, and that's helped me a lot. So I'll eventually share more. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about your background, because I know you have this really intense story. So tell me um, about the van and just kind of the last few years that you've gone through. Oh, man. Okay. So um, where do we even start? (laughs) When um, when the economy you know, Phil, my husband, um, was laid off from his, from his work and living in San Diego, we know that, uh, it's expensive. And so our savings dwindled really fast. We were at the last of it. And my husband was like, what are we going to do? Cause we can't keep our house anymore. And I said, well, and we couldn't keep our car either. Cause it's, you know, car payments are crazy. Yeah. So him and I sat down and we were like, well, let's buy, um, a trailer. And I told him we need we need a car that fits all the kids. You know, at that time we only had we had four. We didn't have five. And I was like, well, I've always wanted a VW bus. <laughs> and he was like, okay, that's great. It'll fit everybody. You know, and 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 at that time you actually could get a bus for a decent price. And uh, so that's what we did. We went. We bought ourselves a fifth wheel. Bought ourselves a, bu- a bus. Um, we parked our fifth wheel on, it was like a little commune here in San Diego. So we lived with a bunch of different families that lived on this piece of property, um, in their trailers as well. And, uh, it was amazing. Probably one of the most, ex- that's actually probably what really started a lot of my lifestyle, um, for myself on how I shot emotionally. Um, and then we were like, well, we really want to travel and we didn't have a truck for the trailer. So, and our, our land rent was really cheap where we were at. So we were like, well, let's just take the bus, you know? And that's what we did. We traveled along the West coast in our bus. We went up to Oregon all the time, went to Washington. We just kind of went all over the place and I was able to photograph people from all over the place. Um, and then, you know, I've, we've gone through with, I have three older kids that aren't with my husband now. And so we went through, um, I, it was, it was about an eight year custody battle and I just won my custody battle two almost two years ago now. And the kids were ready to settle. They wanted to lay down some roots and we were, you know, we've been traveling back and forth for a long time. And so we were like, okay, I think it's time. So that's when, you know, we got, we got our house that we're in now and, um, we have a, a car payment again. <laughs> 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 and, uh, but you know, it, the wonderlust is still there. You know, we are fixing the bus because she, she needed some work after traveling back. I mean, we, <laughs> we put a lot of miles on her. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're, we're probably going to in the summer, we're planning on taking a big trip through the, the Big Sur and probably go to Crater Lake and just do the things that we used to do, um, which we're really excited about, um, and everything. So it's kind of, you know, intense story, but. And then, you know, and like I said, you know, and then about two, it's been two years now when I lost, we went through a lot of, de- you know, devastation in the family. We lost my brother-in-law through cancer, who I took care of. Um, in my past life, I was, you know, in, in hospice. And um, so my, my sister-in-law asked if I could help with that. And so I did. And I took about a year off of photography um, to help with them. And then a couple months later, uh, we just lost my dad through a, um, a heart attack. So that was not, it was something that we weren't expecting whatsoever. And then I really started to think about my work and I was like, I need to, I need to start photographing again. Um, you know, after I lost my brother-in-law, I had went, it was so interesting how this all worked. Um, he passed away in March of 2016, no, 2015. And then 
I went to go visit my my dad and my mom in June, and I took so many photos of them together, just on the beach. It, my parents used to always collect rocks. They would go to the Oregon coast and just collect all these seashells and rocks and everything. So that's what we went to do, and and I and I captured them doing that, not knowing I was going to lose him the next month. And wow. those images. Wow where I'm just really happy that, you know, it, it kind of all worked out. Losing my brother-in-law made me think about, I need to capture my parents more. And then I did in June and then we lost my dad. And it just was kind of like, whoa, this is kind of I, I, ironic, I guess. I'm not really sure yeah. of the right term to that, but um yeah, so that's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> my just, life. I'm glad that it pushed you to, to think about that and to really just kind of be in the moment and have, you know, I guess those last memories with him and with your parents together and just, you know, something that you'll always have and cherish. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and what's interesting was I actually had, I went to, um, WP, my first year was that year. I went to WPPI in February. Um, my sister-in-law was like, you have to go, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hire a nurse to take care, um, you know, to take care of, of him. Um, and I was like, okay, so I went to WPPI and I have won this huge, this huge metal print, right? And I didn't know what to do with it because I, I, I love metal prints. They're gorgeous. It's just something that I don't really have around my house. I like canvas and, you know, like raw, yeah. raw materials more so. And, uh, and so after my dad passed away, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to gift my mom this huge metal print because there is this image. It's on, it's, it's on my Instagram, but I'll probably post it again. I always do every, every July. Um, it's a, it's a black and white image of my mom and my dad just walking along the Oregon coast. It's, it's in black and white, just doing their thing. And so I printed that for her and she, you know, it was just, it was, it was really emotional when it came and, and she unboxed it and my brother helped her hang it up. And she was like, I can't explain to you how much this means to me. I was like, I know mom. <laughs> yeah. Now, does your mom live close by? My mom lives in Oregon. Oh, Okay. Um, but we, I, I'm, because of what I do, we're super blessed to be able to, I travel, well, we used to go there six times a year when I was still doing my custody battle. But now that we have the kids, we go about three times a year now, um, which is still quite a bit, you know, if you think about it. So I, I, I visit her quite often and that's where we stay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she can't ever get rid of us. <laughs> <laughs> so knowing that the last couple of years have had their share of, of ups and downs and twists and turns, um, looking ahead to this coming year, maybe next year, what are some goals that you have that you're working toward? I would love to go international. Um, that's something that I really have been working towards. Um, you know, I also shoot weddings as well. Um, but I would love to do internationally with my families and my lifestyle work a lot. Um, I also am in the mix of, um, putting together my own little workshop retreat, but it's a little bit different than a normal workshop. Um, I'm, I'm trying to partner up with, you know, yoga instructors and kind of doing more of a retreat for photographers. Um, and that's something that I've been really trying to work towards and I really want to teach. So those are my three main things that I'm really trying to work towards right now. Um, this, and then, and that's putting myself out there, which I don't do very often. <laughs> yeah. No, that's amazing though. Like, this was my first step right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I was telling my husband, I was like, I am so nervous. You have no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know it, it's, it's so hard to kind of push yourself to that next level to 
where you want to be or, you know, something that's outside your comfort zone. But I feel like it's just so important to, once you feel like you've kind of mastered where you're at, to just push yourself to something new and something out of the ordinary. Yeah, absolutely. I am, I 100% agree with you. And that's kind of where I was at. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm happy with where my work is. I don't plan on changing it. I'll evolve, but I will never change where I'm at because I love myself as an artist. And so now I'm ready to step out that side, that box, you know, and, and kind of, I've had a lot of people um, come up to me and ask me, do you do workshops? Do you teach? And I'm like, well, I haven't, but I'm actually thinking about it now. <laughs> and, you know, and the more people that come up to me and ask me that, the more it's, um, it's, it's validating that, you know, like, okay, that's something that, you know, that I, I need to do and I want to do and I've been wanting to do it for so long. And that, so I'm like, okay, it's time. It's definitely yeah. time. <laughs> Take that step. So I guess that's kind of a good kind of springboard. Um, you know, what advice would you give to new photographers that are just starting their journey? Man, um, you know, I don't believe in niches. And I feel that's something that I, I feel a lot of new photographers are so, like, how do I even say this? Like, they're very worried about, well, I don't have a niche. I need to find a niche. Well, that's... I, I feel that you should figure out how you want to photograph people before you find a niche. I completely agree. And that's something that I definitely am really strong about. And what I definitely feel that, you know, new photographers should reach for, you know, think about how you want to shoot people, um, you know, or photograph them. <laughs> <laughs> it always sounds bad. I know. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go shoot my kids right now. I've got to go. <laughs> exactly. Go shoot some babies. Okay. <laughs> That's so bad. That's the worst. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think my next advice definitely would be, you know, and we'd say it all the time is, you know, equipment only takes you so far. You can have the best equipment and not know how to use it. I mean, the one thing that I did starting out, and I'm really glad that I did, was I, I bought myself a, like 150 millimeter. I had a kit lens. I didn't use the kit lens. I used my 50 millimeter all the time. And I learned how to use that 50 millimeter for five. Like I used it only for five years of my, of my business or my career. And that's the one thing that, you know, I really, I wish that our industry didn't push so much for equipment, 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 because that's not what it is. It's, it's all about you, you as an artist and knowing how to use what you have. And making the most of it. Yeah. I used my 50 millimeter for. Well, let's see. I just bought a 35 six months ago. So up to that point, I used a 50. Exactly. See, I, I, that's so funny because I actually just bought my 35, um, three years ago now. And I mean, now that's pretty much the only thing that's on my camera. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) My poor 50 millimeter is kind of taking the backseat, you know? (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. And then I just purchased an, an 85, which I'm actually really excited about, about that one. But other than that, I'll probably just keep it at that 50, 35 and 85 and you can't go wrong. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And it is all about learning, you know, what you learning the equipment you have, because it was only probably, maybe it's three years now that I upgraded from my, my rebel, <laughs> my rebel <laughs> to my Canon 60. And I thought the whole world had been open for me, but, um, but yeah, I mean, for the longest time, I was like, well, I really like this 50. It's doing, like, I like the pictures I'm getting from it. I like how close I am. I love the the bokeh and the background. Like, this is really working for me. And 
I knew that I could take that camera and that lens into any situation and make it work. And I wasn't concerned or worried about it or, you know, switching up lenses or whatever the case might be. I mean, I shot all newborn sessions and family sessions with that 50. And um, I think it is, that's so true about just really learning the equipment that you have and knowing the ins and outs of everything about the camera that you have in your hand so that you know exactly how to use it to its advantage. Exactly. I mean, I I shot with my D90 for five years until it decided to just, you know, keel over. <laughs> I mean, I used it for, a, a, a you know, a lot and, and everything. So, and, and then I, I switched and I got myself a, a D700 and that's what I still shoot with. I mean, it's a working horse. I love that camera. It's probably the best camera, like besides my D90, the best camera I've ever purchased in my life. So, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm simple. I'm such a simplistic. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> So we have some um, some rapid fire questions for you, if you're ready. Right. Okay, I'll be They're not hard. I can. Okay, They're not hard. I promise. <laughs> okay, Canon or Nikon? Uh, Nikon. Yep. Favorite lens? At thirty five. Dream location to shoot? Um, at Yosemite. Ooh. Lightroom or Photoshop? Lightroom. Are you full time or hobbyist? Full time. Uh, do you have a favorite preset action or do you hand edit? I have a lot of, oh man. Um, I, <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> I have like an arsenal. So I use, <laughs> cause you know, every, everything. Okay. So I use LXC. Um, I'll use heck yeah. And then I use the blissful Maven, um, mm. presets as well. Awesome. And this might be a question that we don't actually need to ask you um, since you are a documentary, um, but are you a plan ahead type of shooter or just a in the moment type of shooter? Maybe more so with your personal work. Um, I think I'm a little bit of both. Okay. Um, but definitely more like spontaneous. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. All right, Meg, I'm going to toss it over to you. All right. All right, Tanika. So, so why do you... F- think photography chose you at that moment in your life. Why is it something that chose you? Um, so I started photographing at a very young age. I started photographing went, um, film with my grandpa. My first camera was a Polaroid, uh, you know, fun little Polaroid. And then my second actual camera was a Canon AE-1. And I definitely believe that photography chose me at a young age because it was my outlet to escape the abuse that my dad was putting me through. Um, that was my outlet besides drawing and painting. Photography was a way for me to really express my emotions and how I, I, I felt like I was being heard. Um, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Well, okay. Nika, um, where can we find you? Where can our listeners find your work? Where can they contact you or ask you questions? So you can find me on Instagram. Um, at Nika Ray Fine Art Image, or wait, Nika Ray underscore Fine Art Imagery. Um, and then I, we also have a family blog called Our Tribe of Five, um, which is, I'm really excited about that little venture that we decided to do. Um, cause, I mean, you'll see like new and old stuff on there because we have so many videos from our travels that we haven't even edited or posted. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then I'm also on Facebook at Nika Ray Photography, which um, I'm active, but not as much as Instagram. So Instagram is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people can DM me. They can, you know, I, I'm, I'm very open. I, my phone number is even on my Instagram, you know. Yeah. Um, you know I also have my website at nikarayphotography.co. I just 
rebranded and changed everything. So, um, which is a really exciting move for me. Um, I've been wanting to do it for a while and I'm just really excited that I finally jumped, you know, jumped to it and did it. Well, Nika, thank you so much for being on our show today, for being so honest and so raw and authentic and sharing your story and your journey with us. We really had um, just a fantastic time talking to you and learning more about you. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me, guys. I really, I, I appreciate it. I was, wait, as soon as Megan asked me, I was like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd be amazing and you have such a, a unique story that I just felt like the world just needed to hear it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I had a, I had a blast and I hope, you know, to, to grow with you guys. And I can't wait to watch Hello Storyteller grow. It's, it's a great little project that you have going on. So I definitely know it's going to be doing big things. Thank you. We really appreciate that. So for more information on our podcast artists, please visit our blog on www.hellostoryteller.com to see their incredible work. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.